Hey, what's going on everybody? This is episode 29 of The Sane Show. We got Tall Chris with us in the house today. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing well. Doing really well, man. I'm glad to be here. Good, good, good. Glad to have you on. I appreciate you taking time out of your day to sit down and you know join The Sane Show Most podcast. So today, we're going to talk about anime and black culture, divorce, then we're going to have our trending topic that we reveal later in the discussion. And then followed by all of that, we're going to have the interview with you just so that the audience can get to learn a little bit more about you, what you got going on and the things that you're involved yep. in as well. So let's go ahead and hop right into it. I'm actually, I'm actually excited. I know we, you know, we kind of put this together last minute, but yeah, yep. you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it still worked out. <laughs> right. It, it doesn't matter really with a show like this because it, it's not like there's a, there's a tremendous amount of planning that goes into it. It's just really, you know, a couple individuals getting together saying, yep. Hey, let's talk about this and that. And, you know, have a discussion around it. So, Anime and black culture, I know you kind of mentioned prior to the recording it being underrated. Yes. And I can agree with you. It's, you know, when I think about it, too, underappreciated. Yes. And like I was saying, you know, one of those things where it was almost like it, it wasn't viewed as far as like to black anime fans. It didn't seem like something that was accepted within yeah. Our own community. So I, I know this is something near and dear to you. So I'm going to go ahead and let you, you know, give your thoughts on that. Yeah, it's um, like you said before, it's definitely underappreciated and underrepresented mm-hmm. within the black community. Within the last couple of years, um, you've seen a growth in anime coming to the mainstream of black culture. So everyone kind of likes anime now. Well, not really likes anime. They, everyone has always had a love for it, but people didn't really verbalize it or showcase that they did love this love anime and love this topic mm-hmm. now it's kind of like it's kind of like how nerd culture is coming to is it's, it's becoming cool now to right. like anime right so it's definitely underappreciated mm-hmm. and underrepresented and that's kind of what i mean by that yeah, yeah yeah you know it's so funny as i you know in between when we you know put this together and yeah. now you know i'm always thinking about what's going to be discussed yeah and still now it's you know things are coming to mind as far as anime yeah. in general and you know one of the things i was thinking about or i just thought about actually is think you know how i really have embraced my my love for anime and, and have also yeah. not only embracing it for myself but also you know talking to other people about it and and you know, sharing sharing it on social yeah, media. Yeah. I, I even got it over there somewhere in that pile. The when I went to see Dragon Ball Super, the yeah. Bali movie, yep. and I took a picture of it and I put it on Instagram, shared it to Facebook, like, yo, I just opening no, not opening day, but you know, I opening weekend i went to see the brawley movie i bought yeah. my ticket in advance it was a good movie and i'm sharing it i'm like yo yep. this is a great movie and i don't care what anybody says like if you if you didn't see it you know you're yeah missing, yeah you're missing <laughs> yeah, out yeah. so i know i know exactly what you mean especially like i come across people and you know i talk about some of these shows and they're like oh yeah i watched that too oh word you know and now we're talking about oh well what do you watch that mm-hmm. i haven't seen and you know what what am I watching that they haven't seen and so it's it's yeah. I think it's really cool especially when I'm when I'm talking to another black person and you yeah. know they, they share it, the same it helps love uh, anime. connect the bridge it helps kind of it's it's definitely a great conversation starter starter mm-hmm. when you find that someone like 
like you just said, someone likes a a particular anime that you happen to like watch, right. and then you recommend them something new to watch, and then they come back to you for like, yo, I watched that, I checked that out, bro. Yeah. You were right. Yeah. Whatever you told me about that was dope. Like uh-huh. that anime was dope. And to get back onto uh, Dragon Ball Z, like that was such a huge influence within right. black kids. Right. Like everybody wanted to be Goku. Right. Like yeah. there wasn't nobody who didn't want to be Goku. Vegeta, on the other hand, nobody wanted to mess with Vegeta. <laughs> that was like the ultimate hater. But as far as like Dragon Ball Z, that kind of what started me down this path of like wanting to bring anime to the forefront or make it make it more of a popular thing. Which it's starting to it's starting to become that. But mm-hmm. it just at least within Charlotte is a little bit that art form is under uh, underrepresented mm-hmm. in Charlotte. So I just want to kind of bring that to a forefront and ahead right. within the art community within Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this question here. What's your favorite? Because I know some people it's, just, it's, it's tough. Yeah. It is for me. If you had to give either your favorite or your top three. Yeah. Well, my favorite, it's not, it's not tough for me. My favorite, hands down, is Full Metal Alchemist. Okay. Um, not the first one. The first one is garbage. Mm-hmm. But Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is mm-hmm. the second one and that's that one is mainly is based off the actual source material Mm -hmm. with the first one she didn't complete the manga Mm -hmm. so they kind of just half-assed the show yeah so with the brotherhood she actually completed the manga and then Mm -hmm. was able to they were able to follow the story the story verbatim so Mm -hmm. that was just an entirely different story Mm -hmm. and definitely uh a better one Mm -hmm. so that's my favorite right now okay i'm gonna say it's kind of tough for me because i I love them i love these shows very very much and i've watched them religiously and those two shows is between dragon ball super Mm -hmm. and my hero academia yeah i'm with you with uh, (laughs) my hero academia that that is an amazing show but you you know something though my my number three is Kino's Journey to Beautiful World. See, I haven't watched that one. Yeah, you, even gotta like, watch, you gotta watch that one. <laughs> let me tell you why. Yeah. This is, this, and this is why I have such a great appreciation yeah. for anime because you can learn so many life lessons from yep. the true. shows. Especially a show Very like true. Dragon Ball Super or just a Dragon Ball franchise in general. And then, you know, My Hero Academia. Kid, no, no born without a quirk in a world of Yep. Everybody, where most of the kids are, you know, a lot of people are born with quirks, who want to become superheroes, and he walks down the, the path of wanting to become a, ser- a superhero yep. and goes to the best exactly. school. That is, you know, it's so it's so inspiring. You know what I mean? And, yes. and it's one of those things you look at, it and it's like, okay, you think you internalize that and can apply it to your own yes. journey within Very your life true. or whatever it is that you're trying to do, because that it, it it has done exactly that for me. Yeah. And then Kino's journey. Basically, I don't I don't want to give it all away since you haven't seen it. Basically, yeah. this is uh, this kid travels to the world. He gets to see these different countries. But one of the things I learned in watching the show, and it's only I think one season right now. But within that one season, you can learn so much, and that's why I love rewatching it. Yes, because what you see in these different countries, even though they're fictional, you see elements of different parts of you know whether it be a country mm-hmm. or uh, societies within the world that we live in today and it makes you think about all of that stuff no matter uh because i mean you got things that are on one extreme and then on the other extreme and then you have things that would appear to be moderate but yep. at the end of the day 
everything has a pro has its pros and its cons. Yep. See what I mean? So it's a great show. You you, de- you definitely got to watch. Yeah, that I'm one. gonna definitely check that out. And then to yep. um and to piggyback off your your point, how you can learn a lot from anime shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely learned another one of my favorites is uh, One Piece. Mm-hmm. Their manga is still going on. Like mm-hmm. they have nine nine hundred. They're on chapter nine hundred and forty. So wow, it's still going, and that's like. That's not even like the longest manga, long running manga I've seen. The mm-hmm. longest one I've seen, I can't remember the name of it, but they're up to like 1,122 chapters. Yeah. But to get back to One Piece, the one thing I definitely learned from One Piece is you learn uh, what this main character would do for his friends. Mm-hmm. And what he does for his friends, he goes, his name, the main character is Luffy. Mm-hmm. So he goes above and beyond for his friends. Mm-hmm. And that's something you can apply to when you have people around you that are close to you. Right. You would do the same thing as this character does for right. his people. Like you would do the same thing for your friends. Mm-hmm. It's like he finds a a group of people weird, all types of people, but they're a family. And same thing with uh people in your circle. Like right. that you really build a strong connection with mm-hmm. is like, yo, you would go to the end of the earth for these people. Right. Like, yeah, one example, this man, Luffy, one of his characters named Robin mm-hmm. got captured by the government and it's the Ennius Lobby arc. So people who know One Piece, they know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. This man shot, well, he had his man Usopp shoot down the flag, but he pretty much took on the world government just to save, just to get back his crewmate mm-hmm. and somebody that's a part of his squad. So, like, that type of loyalty, that type of love for your brother, your sister, that's something you could definitely take away from the show. Right. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. You know, I, I got more came out of that that topic than I had hope. Yeah. So, it's one of those things on the forefront I, I could think of a little bit, but as, and that's what I love about it, you know, you get deeper into the conversation, yeah. more things come to mind. There's, there's so, there's so, there's so many directions. Yeah. Uh, and so many different aspects and things you can you can talk about within the within that conversation. Yes. About uh, anime, especially within Black culture. I'm not. I don't want to go too deep into detail about it, but the Boondocks. You know, a lot of yeah. people love that show, but that te- you know, a lot of those elements are of, mm-hmm. of anime. So people that love the Boondocks. Yeah. Black people that love the Boondocks, especially. There should be no that. black person that doesn't <laughs> like the Boondocks. Like, if you don't like the Boondocks. It, like, we're going to holler at you outside. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to step outside. We got to talk to you, bro. Right, right, <laughs> right. So let's go ahead and hop into our trending topic. This is a rather interesting one. Martha Stewart, Bobby Flay, and more celebrity chefs nearly gag trying peeps pizza. Anybody that is familiar, you know, especially uh, this time a year, Easter, and yeah. uh, the peeps, little marshmallow candy, uh, what like little look like little chicks? Yeah, okay, I know exactly what right. you're talking oh, not, about not now. Chicks, what, I know yeah, what you're yeah, talking chicks, about. That's what you yep. call baby chickens, right? Yeah, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the piece, and basically the 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 peep is smashed on the pizza. There's like a video of them eating, and they nearly gag. And it says here, <laughs> it's really a thing. And these brave chefs tried it out, so you don't have to. And I'm glad. I I, I don't even think I would even yeah take that even. chance. You know what I mean? Because that's that's just that's just nasty uh just to even think about it because one i have a hard time eating marshmallows by yeah. themselves peeps i yeah 
I gotta be real hungry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, crazy I ain't sweet. eating a couple couple days like <laughs> that peeps. Yeah. And then to and then to put it on a pizza? Yeah. That's the thing that really really blows my mind. You know, it's so funny that this is something that's being discussed because a few episodes ago, actually the the one with Skate Be Dope, we were talking about different flavor you know, different kinds of pizza. Yeah. And it was a BuzzFeed article and it had like all these bizarre like one with like gummy worms, one with like mayo. Mayo no. Gummy worms Yeah. I'll try it. Hot dogs, like nah, all that, all nah. that, all this kind of crazy <laughs> stuff on pizza. And I, I <laughs> and so, so it's funny that this is our trending topic because you know, again, we're talking about peeps on pizza. Yeah, this would definitely be something that deserves to be on that bizarre list. And it's you know, one of the things I know we were talking about in that in that recording. You know, it's just about like how we how we have all these different kinds of pizza yes you know especially because I, I used to look at pineapple pizza as something that was i was bizarre. just about to ask you about like how did you feel about pineapple people pineapple uh, pizza because i can that's my i love it yo. okay i if love you, it you gotta you gotta <laughs> if you make it right yeah then big, true i'm very I'm cool true. with it yeah you know, i can i can make it work like I, i'll say um harris teeter has a good okay pineapple pizza true. because it's versus like dominoes I don't like their pineapple pizza. All it is okay. basically like they took a pine, a can of pineapples and just like got all the juice out of it and then just dumped it yeah. all over the pizza versus like a, uh, I guess like what I like to call authentic pizza mm-hmm. where they took a pineapple, they actually chopped it that, up. They put that love and, of care into it. Right. And it, <laughs> it actually makes it good. Yes. Uh, with, because a lot, of, a lot of places that do the pineapple pizza, you know, it has the ham on there as well. Yeah. And if you do it right, and it's like night, and you glaze it as well. I know a lot of like yeah, yeah. cedar, they glaze theirs with like some kind of like a honey, yeah, maple kind of flavor. Well, you lose so, me when you put the ham, when you add the ham to the what? pineapple. <laughs> prop, that's where you lose me, man. Yeah, because like, you know, think, think about the think about the ham hawk and ugh. like you know you get the the, the glazed ham and yeah, yeah. So that's and so that's what I that's. <laughs> I think what makes, what makes yeah. it good, like, cause it's already like a ham, cause yeah, even, like you already they already put pineapple on the ham a lot of times when it's glazed, so it's like you know, pineapple I got pizza. You. So you know, maybe I, it's just a, it <laughs> might just be a visual thing. If I see like pineapple, I see like a little ham. Let me get that ham out of here. Yo, all right, well, just get <laughs> somebody to blindfold you next time. They <laughs> like, yo, we got pizza. What kind? Of just try it. You are gonna like it? Like, well, I'm gonna like it. I'm like, man, it's pretty good. What's up on it? It's ham and pie. That's the oh, toppings. Damn, foiled <laughs> by like, my own gotcha. deception, right, by my own right. eyeballs, foiled. <laughs> so. <laughs> That was our uh, trending topic brought to you by today. Again, uh, the name of that article, Martha Stewart, Bobby Flay, and more celebrity chefs nearly gag trying pizza. Uh, <laughs> even if you want to try it out, go ahead by all means and, you know, let me know how it works out for you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and uh, the after effects of that as well. Because <laughs> I know if I probably eat something like that, it'd probably go down just for a yeah, little your bit. Stomach, right your there, stomach, right your right stomach ain't about to be happy with you. Like, Yo, we got a problem. This ain't, I ain't with it. <laughs> yeah, like putting uh, diesel in a gasoline right. car. Right. <laughs> Hold on, what you do? Done. Doing? Right, right. I want to go ahead and hop into our our next topic, which is, uh, for me, a highly anticipated uh, topic, divorce. Yes. And I know this is something very relatable to you, but yes. on a, you know, on a, on a, on a broader level, you know, one of the things I think about, cause you know, when we, when we were talking about this, when we were putting this recording together, yeah. one of the things I, that came to mind for me during that conversation we had 
was that you know just thinking about the the day and age that we live in now yep especially i guess like marriage not being as important to people but then at the same time yeah people that do get married and you know quickly get divorced at a young age and yeah, I'll, I'll let you talk about that the the impact yeah that, that kind of stuff has but at the same time it's like whether you because i guess like, I, I i think of it more of a terms of starting a family yes you know what i mean and, and the, whether you're married or not like mm-hmm. just the the impact that that can have on 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 the uh on the children yeah marriage nowadays is real fickle it's like it's real weak mm-hmm. um and i'm not trying to say it's it's either good or bad that it is the way it is now it's just it's just quick like people fall in love quick and they fall out of love quick and then people don't really have as far as what i've seen people don't really have the backbone or it's just something within people to where they just give up easily on things that they commit to yeah so and that's i guess that you could play that that can be played into this the culture we're in now it's like right. it's it's easy to do stuff now but it's easy to like jump into something but then you realize you actually got put work into it so now it's like okay now this is getting too tough for me so once yeah. it get too tough i'm a bounce right so that's that's kind of where marriage is and then you have a lot of people get divorced off of that because right. it becomes too hard it becomes too too much for them right so it's like yo i gotta bounce it's not what i want right you know it's so funny especially everybody knows this by now you know me like planning to get engaged with engagement comes marriage Mm -hmm. you know one of the things that you know people people gave me a hard time about it some people still give me a hard time about it but one of the things i'll tell people is like yo marriage is a is a partnership and it's like a business yeah it is a business and that's how it started out right definitely as a business but um it's so it's so funny actually just earlier this week you know, my girl and I were having a conversation about like finances and credit. Yeah, and yeah. Like, that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, we get it's getting real. Yeah, and you know, especially because I, you know, I'm I'm very um, I take my finances very seriously. Very yes. And you know, so if I'm especially so if I'm going to go to that level with somebody, that's something I'm going to take very seriously. And and you know, one thing I say is like, look, I don't care what they do as long as whatever they do doesn't have any effect on me, negative effect on me financially. Yes. I've been from it, yay. Yes. But if it brings me down, we got a problem. We definitely you know got I mean? an issue. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's so it's so it's so funny. You know, people people again like they give that that concept such a hard time. Yeah. But when you look at the most recent financial crisis, the, the Great Recession back in 2008, mm-hmm. the divorce rate went up because there were a lot of people that were having financial issues and a lot of people, you know, getting married couples having struggles and, and what happened, like a lot of those having those kinds of problems led to more people getting divorces. So finance plays a, a very huge oh, yeah. role, not not to say that it's speaking a lot about finances, just it's, going it's to show a, how much of an impact that it does have. With yeah, it's, it's definitely one of the core. Yeah core uh, <clears throat> core pillars in a relationship like yeah you gotta yeah. have that right and and then and then um love yeah and the willingness to commit yes at the end of the day like i you know honestly i you know i thought about it too like, I'm, I'm fortunate to have somebody that i'm with that that's on the same wavelength as yes. me and you know shares the same goals and visions and you know we're on the same path when planning our future but at the same time i'm like if i didn't have that i would be okay with waiting yes to get to that point because it doesn't make any sense to try to plan with somebody or to hope you but then y'all ain't on the same page mm-hmm. hence 
while we see a lot of what we see now. Yeah. And now, when you bring children into the equation, that's a whole different formula. That's a whole exactly, different ball game. Like, exactly. I'll say, and I don't know if I if I said this before on the recording on the on the same show, but one of the things that frustrates me the most, and you know, do do what you do. Yeah. Yeah. But it concerns me a lot of times when there are uh, families or people having starting families and then they turn around and then they're together whether the the mother or the father is no longer in the in the child's life or whatever it's like mm-hmm. yo what, what like what happened like that yeah. was so quick like I, see that's something like you guys made a move moving a little too fast yeah you thought you had a future together they probably did have a future together until yeah. the children came so right. like like not saying not blaming the children right right but i'm right. saying when you add another life that you have to take care of yeah that you might as well just throw out the old formula because you gotta yeah. start fresh with a new one right right like it, it's a and and that's why planning is so important yes that's why to me planning is, is so important and because one of the things i think about is like if i if i had a kid i found out i was having a kid tomorrow yeah i basically got nine months to get myself ready because one of the things I gotta understand is I'm not just doing for me anymore. Oh no, nah, not even. <laughs> you know? Not even. <laughs> and so it's like I gotta do for them. Now mm-hmm. I will say on top of that, I do, I do commend the 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 parents that do their best to uh, make it work for yeah. you know the kids after they separate because that that's also yeah. critical. I've, I've definitely yeah. seen that. A good friend of mine, him and his, uh, I don't want to say baby mom because that sounds i hate that term i hate that i hate that term bro but the mother here you go yeah better term i got it (laughs) the mother of his son yeah him they're not together but they have created a situation to where there's no romantic love between them but it's Mm -hmm. still like love because we have to be on the same page for our son so i've seen situations to where that works and that's a beautiful system because they it's not even about them anymore it's about their son right so i've seen that and i'm like yo i commend you because i don't see enough of that when people do split up right so i was like yo that's even that's incredible that you're able to still maintain a a healthy relationship with the mother of your son yeah even even when you guys even when you guys split up Mm-hmm. So I was like, "That's powerful." Very much, very much, yeah. So um, I'm, I'm with you on that as yeah. well. But uh, yeah, that's you know, what, what do they call it? Um, it's when like family planning or something like that. Uh, I cannot think of it. Um, it's, a, it's a, it's a popular. Is it? Is it was a it's a popular. They, they use it with like um, you know before. Yeah. Conversation, but you know, I'm, I'm like, oh, like planned pregnancy, all that kind Plan. of stuff, and it's like. I'm like, there's a reason they call it planned. Yeah. You, you plan yeah. for all these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. You know, but, uh, but you know, back to, you know, the whole, again, the, the main topic, you know, marriage. Yeah. Like, it, it is, it's a, it's a, it's a big undertaking and, you yeah. know, it definitely shouldn't be something that's taken lightly. Oh, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> not and, at all. Because I, I don't even tell you this, like, in me, again, wanting, planning to get engaged, I even. Yeah. It's like the closer you get to it, because it's one thing when you're you're not in yeah, exactly. Yep. and you, you you're thinking about you know it's like oh okay you know do this and that, but then it's like the closer you get to it because, I mean it's like when you commit to one when you commit 
or at least with me, when I commit to the idea of doing something, yeah, and it's like I get fully engulfed into it, and you know, I start to learn the, the inner the inner workings of how that's going to work, how am I going to make this happen, how I'm going to do this after I, if, you know, accomplish the yep. next step. I'm learning, like it's like, okay, oh, this is serious, you know, and it's like I've never been engaged, I've never been married, so of course I don't know. So it's like my eyes are, you know, wide open because it's like, wow. Okay. Like oh, this 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 is <laughs> like we're here now. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, like the but it's like all the all the things that I'm learning and I'm just like in my situation, you know, I didn't grow up with, with my parents married. So yeah, you know, one, and one of the things I told my girl is like her parents were married, so she got a she got a glimpse she, of that. Yeah, you know she got I mean? a different experience. Right, where me I don't. So yeah. I didn't get a lot of that. But at the same time, I'm I'm thankful and I'm fortunate to yeah. have role models. In my life, you know, like you know, my cousin who I grew up with and spent a lot of time with, mm-hmm. his parents married, so I got them. And you, you got know, to my, see it, right? My aunt yeah. uncle in Atlanta, I got them. You know, and even like some some close, some very close friends that I have in my life that are married. You know, older older couples that I, I know and love, and you know, have love for me. I got them as well. So. Yeah. And then my grandparents who I grew up with, you know, I got them too. So. Yeah. So what yeah. you had was a situation where you had a village. It right. takes a village. Right. to raise a child exactly like, you had one of them type of situations so mm-hmm. i was fortunate enough to have that same type of situation mm-hmm. like my parents got divorced when i was i was just entering high school and that's when like my parents got divorced mm-hmm. done with this mm-hmm. done it, it, it was finished so i got to see a glimpse when in my childhood to where i got to see what it was like to have two people stay together right be together right and love each other mm-hmm. so i got to see that part but also got to see the ugly side of it too mm-hmm. and that kind of that has an effect on your children mm-hmm. for them to kind of see that the nastiness that comes with divorce mm-hmm. like there's a lot of a lot of vindictiveness mm-hmm. that comes out of that especially when there's unresolved feelings and unresolved yeah. problems mm-hmm. and Children are not dumb. They're smart. Like, right. We see all that. Right. That can be a little bit traumatic for us to kind of mm-hmm. process and handle. The way I kind of processed that was just to ignore it. But that wasn't really healthy for me either. Right. Because I was still dealing with trauma from that. Mm-hmm. That I didn't even recognize. That I didn't even know I was dealing with until I was 24. Mm-hmm. So, like, me just getting to high school, what's that, 10 years? I've been dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Dealing with some stuff. Some type of some trauma out of my parents divorced that I didn't even recognize that I was dealing with mm-hmm. where I was dealing with a lot I had a lot of resentment towards not not my mother but a lot of resentment towards my father that that wasn't spoke on it was just there just like in a subconscious level yeah that I didn't even realize that right that affected how I operate in relationships right so, so just for me to look back on that, I'm like, yo, there's a lot of spitefulness. Right. There's a lot of what's the word? I don't want to use trauma, but there's a lot of there's a lot of unprocessed emotions there yeah. that that it's, linger on. It's almost like that thing because you know I've, I've experienced before. It's like yeah. you you need closure basically. Yes. You need that yes. closure. It's like because I tell you like when you get closure. Yes. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's a really it's a really great thing. Yeah. Because uh, I not on not in that situation, but you know in the in the similar situation, I I know exactly those those feelings yeah. and needing that closure yeah. to be like to be able to take and say to acknowledge and then okay let's fix let's move on mm-hmm. with the repairs and you know do better yeah. at the 
the end of the day. So yeah, I, I know exactly that 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 process and you know that whole you know the whole closure thing. And and again, it just speaks to how how important this stuff is and yeah. how broad of an effect that these kinds of things have. Yeah. So my message would be to the listeners, like really really taking thing about this stuff, especially you know our generation being a generation that sets the example for this, this yep. generation that's coming up behind us, like really. You know, really taking, you know, think about the, the things that you do and the effect that you're having on those around you, especially those that care, you know, most about you and whatnot. But I want to go ahead and hop into our, into the interview. You know, okay. I want the listeners to learn a little bit more about you, you know, what you do and some of the little things that you got going on. So I know, but the listeners don't gotcha. know. What, what, what exactly is it that, that you do? What I do, I do uh, graphic design, digital, I would say, I would define myself as a digital artist and a storyteller okay um i like the storyteller I, <laughs> yeah <laughs> i use i pretty much use digital art digital art to tell stories i can use any platform but my main platform is digital art so i use that platform or that not platform with that medium to be able to tell stories mm-hmm. a little bit more about me i've been in a couple of art shows around the city uh, my first art show was something I actually put on myself with the help of uh, my friends, Kalen and Surf. So that was back in 2016 was when I did my first art show. It was called Thank You Society. That one was kind of being sarcastic, like, yeah. thank you, society, mm-hmm. for right. putting me through this bullshit. Right. So that right. was kind of a sarcastic, being sarcastic towards society. But up until then, well, up until now, I've been doing like art shows here and there. I've been helping surf with some of his projects, helping Kaylin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kaylin get on, mm-hmm. get on her grind and get some of her projects that she want to push out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, pretty much in between those years, we were doing the couch surfing thing, so that took up a lot of time. But as far as right now, this year, I'm definitely focused on more of my own projects. Mm-hmm. We just had a art event in March this past March. We mm-hmm. it's called Azuma Kara. So. Yeah. That's Japanese for from the East. So okay. it was a collective of artists around, local artists around Charlotte who do anime style artwork within their, using their own mediums. We had, um, I don't know the name of, uh, I don't know the name of the material, but do you remember those little bee things we used to play with in like elementary school? It's, it's like a little bee thing that you glue together. Um, I don't know the name of the, what it's called, but just work with me. <laughs> but she used that to uh-huh. make um, like a pixel versions of anime characters. She did okay. a Goku one. So just imagine like a pixelated version of Goku. Yeah. She used those type of bees to do that type of artwork, which was dope. Like I've never seen that the way she did it. That was amazing. We had um, another artist. I know Kaylin did some 3D animations. She did some animation, so we were able mm-hmm. to hook that up to a TV and had an animation loop. So we definitely have a great uh, group of artists that started the first show with. Mm-hmm. So that that one was, like I said, in March. So that one was a very great turnout. I, had a, I definitely had a good time doing mm-hmm. that one. So with the next one, we're working on the next one. That's what we're working on right now. Got it. We're working on the next event, so that's mm-hmm. we're looking to for it to be in July, sometime late July. Yeah. So we don't have an exact date now, but I would say stay posted for that. So let me ask you this: How did how did you get in all of this? I got into this because I I have a love for anime. I love it. It's what kind of it got me to where I am now. 
like I started out drawing Dragon Ball Z. I started Were you out doing like the 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 sketches. Yeah, I was it. doing that. Like, I was that <laughs> Yo, kid. Yo, that was that was the time. I I, I yeah. doing that too. Like you get the little the little book and then like yeah. you sketch over and then yeah, I was I was that over. kid that who yeah. would make it. I would copy copy the body and yeah. make my own character. Word. So I was that kid in the back of the school bus <laughs> drawing DBZ characters. So Word. I started like that. Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z got me real started into um, anime then. Getting out on my own. And this is like after high school. Mm-hmm. Getting out on my own. Really seeing what I can do with what I love and how many people love the same thing I love. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I can not only use this as a tool to get my own creative juices flowing, right. but provide a environment to where people can showcase their work as well Mm -hmm. so that was one of my main goals for doing this was to give artists who have give artists who do that type of artwork a venue and a space to showcase what they got Mm -hmm. and we are with the event we're also doing uh donations for kids because we gathered like i would say over 300 dollars worth of school supplies and we donated that to classroom central so Another big part of me doing this is to give back to kids who need the school supplies because talking with teachers, man, like, I didn't realize it was such a big thing. I didn't realize how hard it was for teachers to get school supplies until I actually sat down and started talking to teachers about they're coming at their own pocket to get Mm -hmm. these type of supplies. Like, and again, I don't know the ins and outs of the school system or I just don't know the ins and outs of it, but I'm like, why? Like, that shouldn't be an issue. Right. That shouldn't be an issue, especially if Charlotte's like, this is just me thinking that if Charlotte's like the number two in banking, why do teachers got to buy the supplies themselves? If we number two in banking, so obviously there's money coming in. Yeah. Like, what's what's up? We all know money comes in and goes straight to yeah. the top. And <laughs> so I'm like, yo, what's going on, man? Right. right. So that and especially because when the money that does go out goes to the school, goes to... The schools in the in the well-to-do areas yes. versus the underprivileged schools in the underserved areas. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I that's, would be shy about that one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's definitely my main like yeah. to focus on those mm-hmm. those areas and, right. and to put a more. I have an extreme focus on um, black boys, making sure they they have their tools. Of course, I'm, I'm focused on everyone, but right. Those are my. Um, if I'm putting a dot on the stamp on it, I'm really targeting. Make sure I focus on them. Right. Because they, I think they need that type of, they need that attention. They need that yeah. type of care. Right. So I definitely focus on those. You, you know, it's funny though, because this was actually going to be one of the topics, uh, you know, as far as like just getting that exposure. Yeah. You know, opening up, especially, especially in a black community, you know, opening up people to, you know, the different kinds of things out there in the world, the different kinds of yeah. opportunities. Yes. You know, I was, I was telling somebody the other day, you know, the reason I'm so driven and the reason you know, I want to do all these crazy things, or I, I don't want to say crazy, but, you know, just do all these yeah. things. You know, I want to do so much because, yes. it's, yeah. you know, it's like when you, I've, I've seen things, and I know there's a lot of things out there in the world. Mm-hmm. I want to get as much of it as I can. Like, I, you know, it's like, a, man, shout out to uh, Miss Chancey, <laughs> teacher at, English teacher, gosh, 12th grade, senior English teacher at uh, Northwest School of the Arts. And I just remember she shared us, shared with us, it was like this short story or whatever, or this image. And it, it was like, a, or I can visualize it really, whatever yeah. it was, but like the people couldn't see, they, they had like, you, you know you know what I'm Brittany's over here shaking her <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, <laughs> yeah, I remember, I know that picture. <laughs> they're up against the wall and there's this image and then, 
But on the other side, yeah. there's so much that they don't get to see. Yeah. You know, they've never been exposed to that. And if you expose them to that and they get to see, they, they'll go after that stuff. And yeah. so that, you know, that's me. It's like, that's a, that's most, you know, a lot of people in the world, you know, they, they start out like that, you know, growing up. And then yeah. as they grow up, if they get the opportunity and they're fortunate enough, they get exposed to all these different things. And then they go out and seek, you know, different opportunities to, to be able to go and obtain that stuff. Yeah. And then you have underprivileged people that don't get that. Mm-hmm. And all they see is what's in their immediate surroundings. Mm-hmm. And so I think, to for you to want to, to do something like that i think that's that's great yeah to you know to want to open up opportunities yeah to different people because i mean you can i'm pretty sure anime might inspire somebody to want yeah. to go do something and go to want to seek out more and to get mm-hmm. more and do all these other great things so cause, i mean it it sure does a little bit of yeah. that for me you know and that's, <laughs> and that's just like that's just where we started like yeah. what we have coming as far as like all the things we want to do like mm-hmm. of course we're, we're gonna have to build up to that but yeah I know for the next show, we're looking for high school students who do that type of anime art. So I know okay. I'm working with, getting with a couple of my friends who have connections to Northwest High right. School and connections to Vance High School. So right. I definitely want to put the bug in like children's ear who do that artwork. Like, yo, we have a space for that. Right. There's a space for that in Charlotte. Right. So. Good stuff. And again, we're, we're putting everything together. Uh-huh. Um, I have a great team working with me, so we're putting everything together. Making sure we execute execute it the right way. This first one was definitely a great learning experience for me about um, just being in detail. Like <laughs> yeah. with the first one, uh, we didn't really have enough wet. Well, we had enough nails to hang it, but we didn't have enough nails to particularly place the artwork where we mm-hmm. needed to place. Yeah. We didn't have names of the artwork and pricing, so the artist could sell it. So the, instead of trying to hunt us down to see how much this particular art piece cost or how much uh or who's the actual artist Mm -hmm. they can actually just look at the name tag price so they can have all the information there instead of trying to hunt us down yeah we're definitely going to do it way better way more efficient the next time that's good that's good Uh, that that just reminded me you know i I think it's i think it's very important i think it's great that you're already doing it but to get the to create these opportunities for these kids early on mm-hmm. rather than later because I, I think really one of the big things for me is like figuring the earlier you figure out you want to do what you want to do or yep. you know what some of your skills are to i think the better because you can start working on that earlier granted things will change because i know mm-hmm. things have changed for me you know, I, I still want to do concert tour promotions but you know, i went from planning events so, you know i planned on my own small concert yeah and shows to doing radio and here I am with a podcast, you know, so it's like you you'll feel you know you'll feel your way around, but you know I for me the overall arching thing is like hey I want to be in entertainment I don't know exactly yeah, yeah. what I want to do with it, <laughs> but this is what I want to do. So same thing with these these kids like they may want to do art and more yeah. do anime, but it's like hey I know I got a skill in something. Let me go ahead and start working on my craft right now, and something may change along the way. But yeah, who knows where it'll take me? But I'm using you know I'm using my gift in some form of way. Mm-hmm. So. that's a great thing about that yeah. too like when you when you using your gift and you're following your path you don't know what's gonna happen right like so many doors that are were open for you that mm-hmm. you don't even know were there right like you'll just ran okay that door open i didn't even know that door was there but i'm gonna go through it and see where that leads that's just what it is when you follow your passion and you follow what you really want to do in life mm-hmm. like everything works with you like the universe it's a line in the alchemist that book it's the universe conspires with as long as you move forward in your truth the universe conspires with you i like that 
So. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I, I, I can always go for a good quote. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, Alchemist got plenty of them. So. I bet, yeah. <laughs> I yeah read that, that book. That, that's very true. Man, I saw that movie two years ago. I didn't know they came out with a movie. Alchemist, yeah, that was a movie. Because I was the one about, like, the kids, and they had to be, like, grow up and, yeah, there's a movie on it. Was, it okay, was I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know they had a movie for it. Yeah, it didn't get as big of a push as I thought it would. Yeah. You, know, you might find it online somewhere or something. But yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a decent watch. It was a decent watch. I always yeah, yeah. be able to put some visuals. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and you know, give, them, give the listeners your social media and everything so they can check you out. I know you got some, I know I was thumbing through it a couple of days ago. You got oh, some yeah. stuff on there. So I appreciate want that. To be able to follow you and check you out. I'm only on Instagram right now. So you can follow me at tall.chris on uh, Instagram. Real simple profile. I got some dope stuff on there. Check it out. And uh, check it out to stay posted with the Zumacara event. We will be start po- We will start posting pretty soon. But yeah, man, that's, that's about it. Only on Instagram. Tall.chris. Word, word, word. So you guys heard him. Definitely go check him out on Instagram, tall.chris. Uh, again, he's got some pretty dope stuff on there. And, and also be on the lookout for his event as well. If you haven't done so already, go follow The Sane Show on Instagram and Twitter, Sane underscore show, S-A-N-E underscore show. On Facebook, The Sane Show. You know, we got some more stuff coming for you guys. We got some more cool guests coming for you all as well. Thank you for, you know, coming on oh, to no, The Sane Show. Thank you for uh, having uh, me. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always, you know, always great talking to you. Yeah. And with that being said, you know, this is the same show, the show about nothing, everything, episode 29 with our guest, Tall Chris. Thank you again for coming on. Thank you guys for listening from the UK to Canada to the US, Australia, Germany, Panama, mm-hmm. France, <laughs> Belgium. <laughs> um, and, you know, love you guys. Continue like, share, subscribe, spread the word, most importantly. And again, with that being said, that's the same show, episode 29, featuring Tall Chris. And until next time, we're out.